0: Welcome to Local Matters. I'm your host, Matt Swallows, and I'll be looking at topics that affect us locally in both our city and county governments. Ongoing concerns across our community, across the Upper Cumberland, issues we hear about and want to better understand. And today with us, we have Pickett County Executive, Mr. Richard Daniel. Mr. Daniel, thank you for for joining us.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me down. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So it's uh, 2018, and uh, so we got a new year started. And then last time you and I spoke, there was... uh, what all was going on in Peggy County last time? We were having some, maybe some courtroom security issues, some
1: jail issues, and uh, is that is that looking to change, I think? Well, actually, we have, uh, we are in the process of developing plans for a new jail that has been approved by the County Commission. We look at uh, probably bidding that in April. We've had some uh, issues to deal with as far as, uh, you know, getting the land ready and, uh, getting everything lined up to start work on that. So we've uh, just recently received a grant for courtroom security. And thanks to Judge Amy Hollis for bringing that to our attention. And we desperately need this equipment that we will be able to purchase with this grant because uh, we have a, a courthouse in jail that was built in 1935. So therefore, our security issues are, you know, an everyday thing for us. And it's it's hard to secure an area that of that age. So This will enable us to purchase uh, uh, a panic button that will go directly to the sheriff's office, uh, bulletproof bench for the the judges, an armed uniform guard in each courtroom during the court sessions. And sometimes we actually do have two sessions going on. Uh, We have one session in the basement and one session in the main courtroom. And some training sessions for court officers and also some Handheld metal detectors. This is about a twenty seven thousand dollar grant, and, and we are so glad to have that. And the good thing about this, when we build the new facility, we will be able to move this equipment to that new site, and this will just lessen the the cost of some the security measures that we'll have in place at the new site.
0: I tell you what, that's it, you mentioned all those things, and they're, and they're great, and they're things that honestly most people probably just take for granted. You know, I mean, you just walk into a courtroom, and you're used to being have a wand to make sure you don't have anything or go through an x-ray machine and or see a, an armed guard there just in case and, and that's something picket county just has
1: not had readily available have they well that's true and due to the fact that the you know the building is so old and the way the building is constructed creates additional problems for security for the judges and and for you know you may have uh, individuals there with you know uh a vendetta. And it's hard to secure a location like that. So we welcome this. And, uh, you know, of course, our Sheriff's Department tries as, as hard as they can to take care of these problems. But, uh, you know, sometimes it's uh, it can be overwhelming even to them.
0: Yes, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. And a lot of emotions run pretty high in the courtrooms, I imagine. <laughs> um, so, so this grant that you guys have, when do you guys, when will you start working on implementing all these things? Is it pretty immediate, or is this something that's going to just happen in, down the road?
1: Well, actually, it will be immediate. We we've, we've been approved and we're ready to, to start work on it. Actually, and our county commission meeting on uh, Monday of this uh, well a week ago today, we actually uh, passed a budget amendment moving the money to the correct line item that we need to purchase this from. So we are ready to start buying this equipment and getting it installed.
0: And and it's all in the name of security, too. Um, last time we spoke, I know that uh, you know not only were there issues with, I guess, with the courtroom, but the jail. And you guys were on Firewatch or something like that, which was costing an additional
1: amount of money, wasn't it? Firewatch cost us about $80,000 a year. Now, for people that don't understand Firewatch, we have an individual that walks around the courthouse, through the courthouse, every 20 minutes, looks for fire. And that's basically what they do now we are under order to do that from the state fire marshal's office because our building does not meet the fire codes so we as long as we have prisoners in that jail we will have to have fire watch
0: wow i tell you what again things that people take for granted in other in other counties you know every county has their has their you know their hurdles and obstacles to overcome uh we're meeting today with uh, pickett county executive mr richard daniel and uh, talking about some improvements coming along in pickett county that are have been long awaited for um, the improvements to the count to the county courthouse and to the uh, and the new jail coming so uh, this these are going to be immediate improvements which which have been needed for a while uh, all in the sake of uh, security and you're gonna be able to move this when the new jail is completed correct
1: yes that's correct
0: and and I know we talked touched briefly on the new jail now You said you're going to get it started pretty soon, but what kind of timeline are we looking at for the jail?
1: Once we have the jail bid, I think we're looking at 18 months to 24 months to have it completed. It's not a huge jail. It's a 54-bed jail, which is not large by anyone's standard. It will probably be one of the smallest jails in the state, but it will be designed to be a a viable jail for Pickett County for a minimum of 50 years. Oh, wow. Okay. We've actually had some new design ideas that have been placed in the design work that will let it operate efficiently, which will mean that it will cost less to operate it. It will cost less than personnel to operate it. We've also got some designs that uh, we've, uh, as far as fire codes goes, that will be less expensive to build this building. And it will be one of a kind in the state of Tennessee, and I'm I'm sure that uh, not long after it's built, there'll be other jails follow the same pattern. But this will be For a brief period of time, we'll be a -a one-of-a-kind jail. Oh, that's good. That's good. So now, how big did you say it was?
0: Fifty-four beds. Fifty-four beds. So how big is the current jail now? Uh, The current jail
1: has six beds. (laughs) That's what I thought. It's a big improvement. It's a major improvement. Well, uh, that means that in the future, when the jail opens, we will no longer house prisoners in several different counties in Tennessee. We've housed prisoners as far away as Shelby County, Memphis, We've uh, housed prisoners in Scott County, Tennessee, Cheatham County, uh, just about everywhere. And Uh, and there's a cost to that, isn't there? Yes, there's a cost to that. And that is a big cost. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand it's about $35 a day. But when you're housing prisoners in, let's say, Cheatham County or or Hardeman County, and this prisoner has a trial, then you pay a deputy to transport that prisoner from Hardeman County back to Pickett County. And then you're paying the deputy overtime. Of course, you're paying uh, fuel and uh, you have wear and tear on the vehicles. So you almost have to hire additional personnel to take care of that. We also have over 200 warrants that are outstanding that haven't been served. And these are not violent crimes, but uh, we do not have jail space to put these people. And that's a problem not only with Pickett County, but statewide. I think there's over 5,000 men in the state that's waiting for cell space and the last account I had, about 1,600 women that were waiting for sale space. And, you know, it's a problem that keeps getting bigger and bigger. So, I mean, what do you do? But it's it's a big cost to Pickett County. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty safe to say there's a demographic out there that's
0: not too excited that you're getting this new jail, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> oh, I think there's several
0: demographics that's not
1: <laughs> too, too excited about us building a jail.
0: Yeah, I imagine. Uh, we're meeting with uh, Pickett County Executive Mr. Richard Daniel talking about Everything new going on in 2018 in Pickett County and their new uh, new jail, the new security that they're getting for the for the for the courtroom. Now, Mr. Daniel, this is not just a jail, is it? I mean, it, it's going to house other things. Is it going to be more like a justice center,
1: and, and, and what all is going to be in the building? It will be a justice center also, and the the reason for that, um, you know, even though we could have probably have gotten by without a justice center. We still have uh, the courthouse, the present courthouse to deal with. it. I think in uh, 2020, all the county buildings have to be ADA compliant, and that's uh, the American with Disabilities Act. We cannot uh, possibly make the the Pickett County Courthouse ADA compliant because of the cost. It would be cheaper to go ahead and build a new building than to get the building compliant. So that's the other reason we looked at doing the Justice Center. So it will ha- house the, the circuit court clerk County court clerk, clerk and master, plus the sheriff's office. And, of course, the sheriff has uh, deputies and investigators that will be housed there. So it'll be probably best way to say it is one stop for, you know, the uh, law enforcement agencies, justice center. And due to the fact that it is a justice center, it has to be built within the the limits of the the city limits of the town. And uh, you can build a jail anywhere in the county. But if you have a justice center, that has to be in the incorporated town in the county.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So it has to be in the city limits. It has to be in the city
1: limits. Okay. Okay. So
0: obviously we go from a six bed to a 54 bed facility. Um, Is there going to be more
1: personnel required that that the county and or city would have to uh, hire? Yes, there will be. And one thing about the amount of personnel that's needed, and we've actually spent a lot of time looking at personnel needs because with the construction of a new jail, the construction cost is one thing. The operational cost is the other. That is where that operating a jail gets expensive. So we've looked at design features to lower the number of people needed to supervise prisoners. And there's a lot of good design ideas out there that work very well. A lot of those are incorporated in our plan. But, you know, people also need to keep in mind that when we ship prisoners out to other counties, we're actually paying personnel in those counties to take care of our prisoners. So in other words, we'll be bringing some jobs home that we're currently paying for. And yes, we will increase the number of people needed for that, but at the same time, we'll we'll provide some new employment opportunities for the people of Pickett County.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's it's. I didn't want to uh, didn't want that to come out like it's going to cost a lot extra. You're 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 creating opportunity as well within the yes. county. I mean, yes, we are employment good, stable employment opportunities within the county.
1: Yes, and see another thing, Pickett County. Uh, we have uh, about twelve hundred people. That leave the county every day to work in another county, and some of them drive as far as Nashville. Uh, the majority of them, I think, drive to Cookeville, Putnam County area because of the you know the number of jobs that's here. So we actually will you know give an opportunity for some people to have jobs at home, and these jobs will be uh, pretty well paid jobs. You know, we also have a package of benefits for county employees now that that we haven't had in the past. So we have uh, we just enacted a pay scale for the EMS that. We're looking at making county positions more uh, career-oriented than they have been in the past. So it will help our people, at least some of them, have a job at home instead of traveling an hour or two at one way every day to go to work.
0: And, and not to mention, I mean, you're going to have a, a brand-new, nice-looking building right in, the middle, right, right in the middle of the city, I imagine, right?
1: Well, it's almost <laughs> in the middle. It will, it will be on West Main Street, and it's in a nice location. Uh, we were able to secure a, a four-acre lot for it. So – it, it will be, you know, something I think the people of Pickett County will be proud of.
0: We're meeting County Executive Richard Daniel of Pickett County today, and uh, when we return, we're going to talk about all the other good things going on in Pickett County for 2018. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to Local Matters. I'm your host, Matt Swallows, and today we have with us Pickett County Executive Mr. Richard Daniel, and before the break, we talked about the new jail that's coming or the new Family Justice Center that's coming, um, and... Before the break, we mentioned about some other things that are happening in Pickett County this year. What, what are some other things that are happening in 2018?
1: One of the things that we've been working on for the last three years is our solid waste department. Uh, in 2014, the county spent $535,000 at a landfill operation. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot of money, but for Pickett County to actually uh, cover the cost of the landfill, there would need to be about 100 tons of solid waste generated per day. Pickett County only generates from ten to twelve tons a day, so the cost to operate that landfill was mainly being paid for by taxpayers, and uh, that's that's quite a large portion of the county tax rate. So, what we've done is is we're closing the landfill. We've actually contracted with a company to haul the trash out and dispose of it in a Class One landfill. So, that has reduced our cost uh, in solid waste by half, and it will actually be more than that as time progresses and we get into more recycling, which we're doing, a, uh, the staff at the transfer station doing a really good job recycling and it's starting to show some revenue from county government. As a matter of fact, we're generating enough revenue to actually cover the cost of uh, two employees. So that's uh, lowered the cost there in one, reason, one uh, aspect alone. But another thing that we've done with closing the landfill, we have to uh, basically cover the landfill with red clay. So mm-hmm. in order to do this... We bought, uh, the county bought a section of property just north of town, and we call it the borrow site. So we're borrowing red clay from that site to cover the landfill. And once we're finished, we want to convert the borrow site into an industrial site, and the name of it is the Riverside Business Park. So it's under development right now. We've just applied for a grant through the Appalachian Regional Commission to help us develop that. So we're looking forward to that, and as I said before, we would really like to help some of those people that leave the county every day to come home, and this is one way to do it. Because to attract industry, we have to have a place for industry to locate. We'd like to uh, target uh, businesses or industry with twenty-five to fifty employees, and uh, we could house, uh, you know, have plenty of room for, uh, you know, factories or businesses that size, and that would really help us out on bringing some of our people home.
0: So the the, the business park, Riverside Business Park, now. Uh, I'm a firm believer, just like you said, in order to attract businesses, it's kind of one of those, if you build it, they will come type scenarios. Yes. And, and that's sometimes hard to absorb uh, from a taxpayer standpoint because you think, oh, where's my money going? It's just in land right there. But but it works. Uh, they do come. That's for sure. Um, so the river, the Riverside Business Park, now where is that? Uh, is that in the cities that right outside the city?
1: It's actually north of town, just uh, off of Highway 111, maybe 200 feet off 111. It was a, it's kind of just a small farm that we found and we're able to purchase. So it's a good location. We have uh, three-phase uh, electric service there at, on site. Uh, the grant will be to develop uh, uh, sewer and uh, water lines into it. So it's it'll be very convenient, uh, just right off 111, which uh, is. The traffic volume on 111 is always increasing, so it'll have good visibility. And we think with uh, Pickett County, the the scenery, the lake, that uh, we'll be able to attract some industry into the county. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you will. So now how big is the park? Did you say? It's uh, 41 acres, but now not all of it we will use for a, a business park. We have the main part of it, which I think is about uh, 35 acres is what we really plan on using right now. And we actually would uh, like to... Look at some additional properties in the future because I I think once that we get this started that you know we will see industry come to us we we're very confident in that mm-hmm.
0: yeah and, and I'm sure it will so and how, again how many you said it in the, in the first segment how many folks leave the county
1: every day we have work? about uh, the last numbers that uh, I saw we had about twelve hundred people a day that that leave the county wow and they go
0: anywhere from Cookfield or Nashville, maybe even into Kentucky, I'm sure. Oh, right. yes.
1: We have several people traveling to Kentucky to work. Uh, but the, an easy way to uh, to see that number is uh, be on 111 in the morning, especially if you're going north and watch all the cars going south or vice versa in the evening, go south on 111 and watch all the cars coming north. So it, it's pretty evident that there's a lot of people leaving the county every day to to go somewhere, in, and I'm sure most of them are going to work. Well, I tell you what,
0: my hats off to you guys for for being proactive and trying to trying to attract businesses and, and and think a little bit outside the box and try to get people you know to be able to stay in their home county. That's 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 uh, again my hats off to you guys. So the business park now have you guys
1: broken ground on it? Well, actually, we have been moving clay for the last uh, four months, so we've we've moved a large volume of clay uh we're at the uh we've finished the first stage of closing the landfill so uh in the spring when the weather warms up we'll go back to that but we're going to have two sites ready pretty quick in uh, 2018 I, I Oh, think. so in
0: 2018 yeah okay
1: yeah it's, it'll it'll be pretty quick
0: oh good that's real good you've got a lot of things going on in 2018 yes 2018. we did we're meeting with uh uh county executive richard daniel of pickett county and talking about uh uh, all things Pickett County this year from a new jail to a justice center, to new security in the, uh, a courtroom, the grant that they got, uh, to a business park, to closing the landfill, which was a drain of money, wasn't it? Yes. A drain of taxpayer money. Uh, and not only are you have all that stuff going on, but, uh, you had a huge, uh, sales tax increase revenue, didn't you? This, this last year.
1: Yes, we did. We, uh, according to the state department of, uh, Revenue. We had a thirty-two percent increase in sales tax revenue, and you know the. And I've had a lot of people ask me, "Well, why have we had that?" Well, actually, it's very obvious as to why we had it. It's it's a local investment that uh, we've actually had a local uh, businessman or, and uh, actually uh, several of them that have got together and made some investments in Pickett County, and that has paid off. And it's it's uh you know we've seen a big change
0: in the last two years. Yes, and it sounds like you've seen a big change just in the last. I mean well since we spoke i know we you had uh uh you know a lot of issues with the jail with the with the with the courthouse and looks like you're gonna uh in the process of fixing those and building a business park and uh increasing sales tax
1: revenue <laughs> what else is going on in pickett county <laughs> <laughs> well that's enough for right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we we do have several other things going on in pickett county we've uh, in the last three years we have uh uh, remodeled uh, several of our county buildings that have been neglected for years, one of which is, uh, and I think the people of Pickett County are proud of, is our community center in Birdstown, which houses our senior citizen center. We've just finished it uh, with the help of a clean energy grant from the state of Tennessee. We have a grant uh, from the state of Tennessee now to help uh, remodel downtown, and, of course, that is a town project, but the grant was actually designed for counties. So we actually use will be using this grant for Pickett County to help uh, renovate downtown Birdstown. And uh, we've used an architect out of Hendersonville for this, so it's going to be a really nice renovation. And uh, if you go to the Pickett County Executive Facebook page, you'll be able to see a uh, basically a video of what downtown will look like when we're finished. So we've we've got several things going on. We have a uh, $490,000 grant from the Tennessee Department of Transportation that we'll also be using starting in the spring to uh, – do some ADA work on our some of our county buildings some of the city buildings the sidewalks uh some pedestrian lighting so there's a lot of things about to happen in downtown Burgettown not only with the county buildings but the the city buildings also I think on the uh, the big the $492,000 grant I think that one is to 2021 but I think we're going to try to have most of that finished by the end of the summer the uh the downtown grant that we're we'll be working on uh, in the spring, we will finish it up in probably by mid-May. So we've, we're we trying to, we've got several grants right now that we're trying to finish up so we can focus on the new ones and uh, especially the the one big grant. And we're, we're even applying for a couple more grants. So,
0: you know, it's been good speaking with you today. And there's a, just a ton of positive things going on in, in, in Pickett County from your new justice center to uh, the, the new security uh, measures at the the courthouse, the increase in sales tax revenue, the the new retail location, the business park, filling in the landfill. Um, I, I tell you what, my hat my hat's off to you and the county commission and everybody up there that's working hard. And I'm sure our, the the state elected officials are are, are helping you. I'm sure. And uh, one thing you you pointed out earlier that 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 I want to say thank you for too is as you said the jail is designed to be good for the next 50 years. Yes. I mean, you know how important that is. Yes, I I do. You've got to think, you know, 50 years down the road and 30 years and 25 years down the road, you can't just think two years and three years. I mean, you've got to really uh, look out to the future because you don't want to stick someone else with a problem, do you?
1: (laughs) No. And one of the things that we've really worked with the architect is to design this jail so it is a minimum 50 year jail. and. What we mean by that is there's areas in the jail that can be converted into jail space. The plumbing will be there. there. you know, there's a different use for right now, but as the need for jail space increases at minimal cost, we'll be able to convert the the space that's there now into jail space without new construction, without disrupting any of the activities that go on in the, the jail, you know, once it's in operation. So we'll be able to do it at a much lower cost than having to come in and build an addition. But the jail is also designed for an addition. So if, if there needs to be one added in the future, it can be done very easily. It's designed to just connect into the that facility and move on with an addition. So there's been a lot of planning going into this because uh, I think Cumberland County, Tennessee, got into some problems some several years ago, built a jail. Then 10 years later, had to come back and, and do an addition to that. And mm-hmm. I, I think even got into some Legal problems, and uh, we do not want that because we uh, we want this thing to serve the people of the county for a long time to come.
0: Well, that's that's and that's good planning on your part, County uh, Executive Daniel. Thank you so much for taking the time out today and and, and joining us. And uh, it sounds like a ton of good things are going on in Pickett County, and I want to uh, I guess invite everyone to go up there and check it out, uh, see what all's going on, and help that help that local economy. Um, we're all part of the same economy here in the Upper Cumberland, I believe. So let's all help each other out. And, and County Executive Daniel, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me down and, and uh, to the people that uh, in the listing area. Uh, Pickett County is a beautiful county. If you've never been there, we share Del Hollow Lake with uh, Clay County, a couple of counties in Kentucky. But come see us. There's plenty of things to do in the summer. You know, a lot of activities going on. We also have a theater group, Good Neighbors Theater that, uh, you know, actually they, they put on uh, a lot of really good plays. Uh, I know a lot of people in there who's interested in that. We have a lot of bluegrass music on the weekends at, at different restaurants there in the community. So save up your money, bring it to Pickett County, and spend it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, County Executive Daniel. All right. Thank you.